with Mario, and I'm here with my partner in crime, as always. Give it up also for my partner in crime, Victor Allen. That's the man over there. What's up, man? Painting the pictures. Brian. Brian, man. Yeah, I got to fix that applause. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody. Morning Coffee with Mario, the show that comes to you every Monday, live AM reality talk, as we bring to you the world as it is. And today is an interesting day. It's been an interesting weekend. I don't know about you, but first of all, the weather is affecting everybody around the globe. I even posted, you know, first we had it too warm, Vic. Right. Then we had it too cold. Well, let's see. First of all, Alexa, <laughs> that's, how are you? Yeah. Thanks for asking. I've been thinking about a friend. He's a self-driving car, but considering a career change. He says lately it feels like he's just going through the motions. What does that have to do with temperature? Okay, Alexa. Weather. Right now in Los Angeles, it's 63 degrees Fahrenheit with sun and haze. Today's forecast has intermittent clouds with a high of 72 degrees and a low of 58 degrees. All right, right. It's not too bad here. You know, we're using Alexa to help us with our uh, our updates now. It's, it's helping out. She's doing mm-hmm. a bunch of interesting stuff. Like, okay, Alexa, give me the birthday update. Here's your flash briefing. No, 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 Alexa. In weather, <laughs> stop. right now in Los Angeles, Alexa. it's sixty-three. Stop. Uh, I like that, Alexa. <laughs> Birthday update. She's tripping. This is what happens when you get that. Alexa, give me a birthday update. Sorry, I'm not sure. Okay. I thought it was Alexa. Birthdays. Sorry, I don't know that one. No, I had a train. She was giving me the birthdays. (laughs) You trained? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, we're trying a bunch of stuff. Those of you who are on Facebook, you may see some intermittent uh, postings that show up because we're attempting to do this new 3D. The only thing is the connection issues. Camera, it's a new live 360 camera that we've added here at Pack Stereo TV. It's a new Gear 360. Okay. Those of you who are wondering which software. And uh, it's supposed to take us to Facebook, stream live to Facebook in 360. And I don't know if it's doing that. Uh, 
I was playing. It came yesterday. I've been working with it throughout the evening. Right. And uh, it shows promise. The biggest issue, though, has to do with this software and uh, interacting with the places. But it supposedly will stream live to Facebook and to uh, YouTube. Okay. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, man, you know, it's uh, temperamental. Maybe it's not 160. Maybe it's 120. Because I ain't, I'm not seeing shit. <laughs> but anyway, if you guys see it, if you're on Facebook and you see it pops up that it's a 360 video, that means it allows you to go into the video and move around 360 yeah. degrees. It's part of this latest technology that we're testing here at Paxter. But as you may know, when you're testing that technology, testing actually means that some of it doesn't work. <laughs> so yeah. That's part of it. But yeah. That's what it's attempting, Vic. It's in, yeah. It says it's recording. Okay. Well, that's good. It says it's recording our show. It says it's streaming it to Facebook Live. But I don't see any evidence. I'm on Facebook, and, and I don't see any evidence of it here at Facebook. Mm, but, uh, mm. but, you know, yeah, what can yeah. I say? All right. So other stuff has been going on besides all that. One of the other examples of the new technology is the droid training that we do. People say, you guys got droids. Yeah, we got droids. We got droids. And Miko was helping me train them. I actually brought Miko in and got Miko involved. Because I didn't know if Miko would, you know, when I go off on these tangents, I never know how much the folks are going to like it. So I can't have my fingers crossed, but here's Miko. Let's take a look at this video with me and Miko. We're in the studio. Miko's attempting to train. Miko's attempting to train. She was attempting to train the little BB-8 clone droid. Miko, how you try to show up your hand motions? Man, she was trying hard. And attempting to get it to respond to her hand motions. People don't realize that when you train these artificially intelligent come close, things, show, come close there is some involvement with you taking them through some routine. Come close to us, they can see. See, there's Miko. She has, on the, she has on the wristband, which allows her to communicate with the droid. Do that following. Yeah, it's hard to get in the... We were working on it. All right, so well, we're working on it. Following. Yeah, it's hard to get another. We were working on it. Whatever. So (laughs) So we're training these droids. Yeah. Vic was Vic. You got a chance to get a look at some of the stuff that was going on. Oh, I I think you know what. I think it's all an interactive experience, you guys. And when I'm saying that, what, don't let what you see on video fool you because there are a lot more moments I caught you guys doing that's not on video. First of all, it, when, they're, when you're first getting into it, the one thing that you're literally caught up between doing is, oh, man, it's working. Look at what it's doing. And all this exhilaration by Miko and you guys are tripping, and it's all good. Then you come back. Like you did with your last test a couple of weeks ago. So let me put him over here in another environment. I said, isn't this part of the AI? It goes like this. What room is this? I don't like it. And it acts up. It, it is a little bit more engaging. And what you see on the video, it's not even catching what really happened. The part is, is when you start and say, okay, now let's do it. And all the dynamics come in. 
positioning. She was standing in a different area. I said, isn't this like Wi-Fi? Isn't this like your phone? Yeah. You move into different pockets and all of a sudden it's not acting correctly or the way you want. You're going to see a lot more of that. And then, of course, uh, we didn't even set up the staging for it, man. Not the lighting or everything. So they didn't really get to see the mo- moments I saw that was, was fun and engaging. It's interactive, man. We got all kind of new toys that were training for the shows. Yeah. The, the short list yeah. is we got Legos. Right. That were doing, working on stop motion animation. Miko did a bunch of the assembly on that, on the Legos. Right. But we got a bunch of Legos and the new superhero Lego action figures. We also have a whole round of Marvel and DC action figures to be used for, again, stop motion video mm-hmm. that we're going to be doing here at Pack Stereo for some of the new series. Yeah. We've got a whole Star Wars collection of stuff that we're using for a parody. Of the Star Wars series mm-hmm. that's coming up too for the, uh, this summer and, the, and into fall. We have a whole Star Wars series and a whole series of makeup. If you've ever wanted to see Victor's head in different colors, <laughs> why you have to tell him the secret, man? You have to, you gotta get. Well, we just want him to no see you. No element of surprise, man. Well, you gotta keep seeing, man. There'll be a plenty of surprise because they. Based on the people who watch this show. <laughs> let, me check, let me say, I'm going to say this. You guys, we have dogs. You can't tell if they're bot dogs or not. So I challenge you to try to jump over the gate. <laughs> jump over the gate. There's jump over the gate because we have bot dogs and they may get you. All right. So other announcements, you guys. I don't know how you guys feel, but I've been really sick of my gray. So, for those of you who take a really close look today, mm. guess what? No gray. No gray. <laughs> there is no gray. No gray, man. There is no gray. That's the thing with my hair. All the new stuff comes in gray. The old stuff stays like this. And I'm already a triple tone. I could do a quadruple tone hair thing. But, you know, you know, what the heck? Okay. Yeah. What yeah. can I say? All right. So, hey, Vic, so today... We got a few things to talk about. Right. You know, uh, first of all, always the president's in the news uh, with different things happening. So we always give our presidential update. That is letting them know what. um, But also, I wanted to note that Illinois is officially a sanctuary state for immigrants. And we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk a little bit about Arnold Schwarzenegger's campaign to sue big oil. Okay. Getting together to sue big oil for global warming and other things. Wow. Really hot and heavy. And then I got a nice little piece I want to show you about these new three, these homes that are being printed. They're actually being printed Hmm. with a concrete machine. This is a home that right now costs $10,000. They're planning on getting it down to $4,000. But they print the home, Vic, believe it or not, in 24 hours. That's pretty good. So the idea is to print homes for people that are provide uh, housing. Right. That's very so good. So we'll be talking about that. What do you got coming up today? Well, let's see. Mine is, uh, you know, the things that most people go like, I don't take serious. For example, you know, why should we, why should we talk about the Lakers if they sit back and stomped over the Cleveland Cavaliers? It's, you know, well, it's no big deal. But they still complain about Lonzo Ball. I guess Papa is working on you guys. Leave him alone. The Lakers won. Uh March Madness kicks off this week. I'm not going to say that the West Coast 
should be happy. We just don't have the scurry of teams that didn't make it to the dance. So I don't know if we're all going to be watching on this side of town, but I am. Um, Odell, that video, it's just a pizza box. The lines of powder, probably sugar. Don't worry about that model. She said he didn't Mm. take drugs. We ain't going to worry about that, right? Also, you never thought you would hear Indomitian Sue being released by a team. The idea that he came in like bully ball. And all of a sudden now, he's being released by the Miami Dolphins. Wow. Okay. Also, I didn't know about that one, Vic. Yeah, well, you know how it is, man. Money, money, money. It's always about the money. It's not necessarily about his talent, but you know the logistics analytics get there and they say, hey, the life cycle is already up. Get your value or just unload. Why is it for high picks, the 100-meter hurdles for the USA women, the place to be, the swift and the beautiful, we're going to find out and pray uh, homage to those who've been able to deliver over deliver in many ways and it is still a growing area of target competition so that'll be our hot picks man so that's what you got sounding good we got a full day and a full show for you guys i want to thank you for tuning in we got the facebook folks we got the twitch folks and now we have the latest in our slideshow animations here's our own wonderful hot chocolate miko williams and victor allen in the latest slideshow we'll be right back Oops. Yeah. 
Show animation featuring Hot Chocolate Miko Williams, Victor Allen. This one, Victor and Miko are taking the photos. I took none of these photos. I just got the joy of making the animation. Yes. Yes. I love them. So that's today's animation. Let me see. Pull that stuff back. What a wonderful week indeed, you all. Now, are you ready for some news? Maybe. Yeah, I'm not sure either. It's, it's been that kind of way. How can you really be wanting the news? You know, it's like news. Here's yeah. the news. What did the president do? Right. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. Time for the good news, bad news, and the other shit. Yes, the news continues as we get to sit and watch the president take up arms against his own party. I must admit, as a radical leftist, I, I just stay out of the way and enjoy everything. This latest issue on tariffs goes to underscore how stupid your president actually is. He's a person who has no philosophies, therefore it's very easy for him to change on a whim from side to side, back and forth, because he has no philosophies of his own. He had the nerve to call Maxine Waters low IQ, and I said, listen, <laughs> just like... I said, you know, coming from this idiot, you you don't even know. What does IQ stand for, Mr. President? I bet you don't even know that. So that wasn't jokes, but the president has continued. He called uh, uh, one of the reporters from MSNBC Sleepy, a sleepy son of a bitch. And I said, I thought Sleepy was Melania's name for your penis. Oh, that's <laughs> jacked up, man. You just had to go there. <laughs> that's Sleepy. Just imagine the little Tyrannosaurus hands trying to reach for Sleepy. Oh, man. Sleepy! Sleepy! <laughs> that's just wrong. <laughs> Take that. <laughs> so the president continues. I wish he would insult me. I would love to go. I would love to go head to head in a verbal insult. Because I would tear his whole. I would, I'm sorry, I would pull the family in. I would pull the family in and rip everybody, one and him. I would love to get be engaged with the president in a war of words. I was thinking about that. That's why I said sleepy. That's Melania's name for your penis. And we know. <laughs> now the world now the name the world knows. <laughs> but but an ongoing thing is, is what's going on with the president. So 
like I said, he's at war with his own folks. The tariff thing, which was so poorly thought out. You know, ter- at least I know, as a non, as a person who's not really knowledgeable about tariff and tariff law, the one thing I do know is how complicated it is. Mm-hmm. Because how it affects your own people, too. That was the whole problem. with the whole Part of the problem with tariffs is the complexity that's involved in, in working out things. So the president obviously woke up and wanted to demonstrate to everybody his leadership powers. This is why I'm afraid of him in terms of having access to that button. He wants to demonstrate his prowess because other, other things are going bad for him. So he comes up with this. Mm-hmm. The only good thing about it is you got to watch the whole GOP implode. This is a total antithesis of what they stand for. So you got to watch these brown nosers who've been kissing his ass all along actually now have to deal with the fact that he just totally came out with philosophies and policies that are against what you stand for. What a hilarious chain of events. And remember, the president doesn't like to admit that he's wrong or back up, so that's just not going to happen in that way. The president is staying firm and entrenched, and so we're going to see a tariff war. Oh, but then they did come back and say that we'll exclude Canada and Mexico, because he forgot that when he first did the tariff on steel, okay, that the Canadians were like the biggest ones. You know, the people he was trying to impact China was like fifth on the list. Everybody else was all people you trade with regularly. Mexico, Canada, South Korea, all your allies. <laughs> so you just started an active trade war with all your allies in an attempt to show your prowess. What an idiot. Now we get to watch the Republicans dance around this or attempt to scale it back. Well, they call them, you know, we don't really want to do this. We don't, this is not what we do. It's kind of stormy out there, isn't it? <laughs> that's terrible. Stormy. Well, anyway, the president, and that's part of the president's so entrenched in dealing with the Stormy Daniels controversy. By the way, and I've told people, you can see, if you want to see Stormy in action, I had to go look. I had to go look. I had to go look. I'm a man. Pig, in other words. And I had to go look, so I want you to know, Pornhub has extensive Stormy collection. Only thing is, I only watched two or three because I was getting a little bored, you know, because I'm used to them thick sisters, you know, kind of those Latin. You're used to? <laughs> I'm just saying, Stormy's mostly this. <laughs> right. You know, Stormy's mostly this and less of this. You know, I want them, and I'm a black man, you know, I need a little bit that bottom, something out back to drive us out front. Hmm. But she's still an attractive lady. And she knows how to. She shows some skills. If you, if you are curious, just go to Pornhub, search Stormy Daniels. Tell them Mario said you. Uh, they already looked. <laughs> Everybody already looked, man. You know that already. She was working. I said Max was thanking me. Max McAllister, GNN bureau chief, who does the old pre-show, was th- man. He was just thanking me. Yeah, I can imagine. He said he watched Stormy playing her Monica. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. man, 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 man. <laughs> so anyway, the president's in the news. That's part of the crazy thing. Now, there's other things. Illinois officially became a sanctuary state for immigrants. This happened, you're right. Wow, here's a picture of Governor Bruce Rauner. At least that's the way you pronounce it. He signed the Trust Act. Now, again, we don't actually know 
what these what these sanctions. We know that they instruct the city palace people to either avoid certain types of things, but it's, there's only so much where they can go with this legally, as far as I know. So, it, but it's interesting to watch. I'm not sure it means the same thing in Illinois as it does here in California. And in California, we signed it. We signed it also. And there's also the issue of marijuana. So we will see. I know Attorney General Sessions has laid out a list of states that I guess they plan on combating on this kind of stuff or going to court. And so I guess Illinois will be adding themselves to the list. List. Uh, at least I can say it's Bravo. Yeah. For us, because uh, yeah. I know where I am. I'm for all colonized people to be able to move freely within the colony. It says Mexico is our colony. I'm, I want all of them to move freely within the colony. <laughs> they do, and we control every damn thing they do down there, down there. Okay? If not, we can wreck it. Believe me, we got the Mission Impossible team <laughs> all over Latin America. They, they're not doing too much that we don't want. Okay? So there's a whole thing about that. But anyway, uh, we're just glad some things are happening. So Arnold Schwarzenegger. Says he he's he went to South by Southwest, Dick, mm-hmm. and he gave a speech at South by Southwest saying that he's getting together with some other folks to sue Big Oil for first degree murder, claiming that the effects of Big Oil is actually leading to deaths. He says there's no difference from the smoking issue, and I'll quote. This is no different from the smoking issue. The tobacco industry knew for years and years and years and decades that smoking would kill people, would harm people and create cancer, and were hiding the fact from the people and denied it. Then eventually they were taken to court and had to pay hundreds of millions of dollars because of that. The oil companies knew from 1959 and on that there would be global warming happening because of fossil fuels, and on top of that it would be risky for people's lives, that it would kill. Wow. So, and I quote more, we're going to go after them. We're going to be in there like an Amazon tick because to me it's absolutely irresponsible to know that your product is killing people and that have a warning label on it, like tobacco. Every station on it, every car should have a warning label on it. Every product that has fossil fuels should have a warning label on it. So Schwarzenegger, who's joining together with some other corporate interests, are, are, are saying they're, for serious. they're serious about doing this. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. It's just, I'm just questioning. Are we so, so and you know me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask this because I have to. I have to pretend like this was not knowledgeable as he was a governor, or is it that the rule of of, of participation is is that you don't do those, you don't take those torches while you're the governor, or am I supposed to be led to believe that he just became aware of it? So I'm always I'm always going, isn't this like the book that's after you serve politics, you go, oh, I knew a lot of shit. Excuse my language. Apologize to your children and everybody else. But I just couldn't say it during the time it's most important for me to lay down the law and the rules and be a whatever I'm serving. So am I supposed to believe that this is just like an awakening right now? Maybe so, huh? Just- I remember when the same thing happened when Bill Clinton was on a late night talk show talking about marijuana laws. Yeah and some of the other illegal drug laws, and somebody commented, wow, too bad you were never in a position to do anything about that. Yes. 
Now you see, and I, now I'm not hating. I'm not hating on I'm just his saying, effort. You were. I'm not. He's not him. taking. Let's see what happens because what Jerry Brown did in making California a sanctuary state did it that's well. That's bold. That's what I'm saying. That's he, he, leadership. That's my point. What he's, Jerry he's Brown? A, he's risking his totally. What he did. What, what he did yeah. in order to bu- balance the budget in California. Right. What Jerry Brown did. Right. Hard to do because you have to tell people mm-hmm. no. Okay. But he did do it, right? That's leadership. Okay, you know what? Leadership, and obviously some people, I agree with you, Vic, they're leaders in the quiet times, too. Right. I'll just take for granted that we're getting set for Terminator Genesis Part 2, okay? I'll just say it's a, a film in development because I, it, it's just, you know, I'm just going to go like this. You have to have something you want to throw your hat in the ring to stay kind of prevalent in what you're doing. And um, we'll see. Because when do you make the biggest impact? Um, Isn't this similar to Al Gore and the mantle he took as far as global warming? Which I don't question. But is it that maybe it's my ignorance? You can't do these things while you're representing your party. You're playing the role as vice president or governor. These things are too altruistic. <laughs> you have to wait until after your term, and then you can go out there when you have less power. So I'll take it that way. Well, and so it is. Yeah. We wanted you to know and to be aware. Take a look at this. Imagine practical solutions to the homeless crisis. I know in years gone past, Meredith Beal, one of my good buddies, Lasting Value, had told me about people who are investing in machines that make bricks. That they basically the machine drives out to wherever you are, mm-hmm. and then they find a way to make bricks out of whatever you have. Like right. so, you drive the, the big machine truck out to your location, and then it can make bricks from the local ground soils. You know, by mixing right. and doing things as a ways of creating inexpensive housing shelters for people all around the world to have these kinds of things. Well, the world has evolved, and along with that, 3D printed homes for the developing world is a new thing. I thought this was fantastic. At the risk of a copyright infringement, I'll let you take a look. Salvador to start. Sustainable 3D printing, safer, more affordable homes for more families, faster to take a look, you guys. Shelter, 
self-pride, building up community. It's all possible. Nice, man. That's nice. I was excited watching this, you guys. I was really excited. I said, wow, what this this could really be something special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They that's interesting. Don't they have something happening uh that's somewhere local that's dealing with uh these uh not necessarily set up the same way here with it. They have some homes that are like valued at about ten thousand dollars that are really are small. And I'm, we've covered the story before years ago when they had it back east and they were showing you these little model homes that you could barely stand up in and everything like that. But something's happening locally here. Well, the, little, the, the tiny home market is exploding and there's a number of shows on that. You, they, they're not like little doll houses in the sense that you, well, it's just the amount of available space. Right. Some of them are 250 300, 400 square feet. Right. The ones that you were seeing just right there were like 800 square feet. Got it. So those are small, but you know, it's the size. You can stand and everything. It's the amount of available living space right. that is that varies. But 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 definitely tiny living, because I watch those shows yeah. about people who are downsizing. Uh, it is an ongoing area of development. Very good. And so we were... Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. There you go. Everybody... That's this week. Sleepy. 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 What can I say? We're going to be getting into some marijuana for dummies coming right up. But you know what I do? I like to give you a little music. We do those musical breaks because, one, we love the music, and also because this music is free. You can go get it. Creative Commons. It's the movement where artists are making songs available to you for free to share with your friends, but retaining their rights for any commercial use. Go and get it. And here's one of my favorites. Love. We'll be right back. The electrifying formula between two people with feelings charismatic, compelling, creating a union that is telling, shining a light, shedding a glow, feeling your soul. From love arises a booming energy, sending the world a message in a bottle. There is more to show. As the love grows and kicks into full throttle, the fuse that becomes a more powerful whole, even more powerful than the love in full. We go here, we go there, we go
experimenting around uh, with here lately is this new Gear 360 camera that's come out, uh, which is the latest by Samsung uh, to do 360 programming. And so we're you we're using it here live uh, on the show. So some of you may be seeing some of the stuff. It's also going up to YouTube. Oh, that's you, cool. Who knows? We're not. They're trying to monitor it. We're trying to monitor it, and it's all new technology. Trying to make sure we give you something a little different. You guys ready to talk about some weed? <laughs> Times are been changing, but some things stay the same. You start each morning with a cup of coffee every day. Maybe hit the snooze, turn on the local news. But nothing good comes from a one-sided point of view. 
Marijuana for dinner. Well, I must admit that my card expired, and I got to get back in there to get the renewal, which usually runs about $35. And so I'm going on some of my reserves. I got a half ounce of this insane. <laughs> it's an indica called okay. insane. And, you know, I usually don't like those kinds of names for my, my weed. But um, let's see. We, usually you can search it. Indica strain. I'm encouraging you to do this when you buy stuff. Indica strain insane. You're right. You can rap. Indica strain insane. Insane in the membrane. So, let's see. No, no particular, uh, not nothing on this one. So it may be a newer strain. Typically, when I look up the stuff that I'm getting from my dispensary, I actually can find online reviews. Right. So this one is a newer one. And because in California, when you are a dispensary, you get to develop a product source. So a lot of them are new and coming. So this one so far is pretty good. I normally don't like to have indica in the morning because it tends to make you want to go back to bed. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we're running low. Anyway, so marijuana, so the latest marijuana news, you guys, and it's so much because everybody's kind of holding their breath for Attorney General Sessions to actually, uh, you know, lever the boom, lower the boom on some of the people. But people are gearing up to fight. For me, I just laugh because it's too much money. Right. right. <laughs> it's just too much money. They're not going to do stop any of that. You know, as as it turns out, they're looking at new places that are talking about expanding medical marijuana, specifically Tennessee, Virginia. Okay. They're talking about expanding it, Arkansas. These are places that are traditionally more conservative. Okay. But now they're at least talking about going with the medical marijuana. So is this a dance with um, Sessions, or is he saying this is a fight that he knows he can literally say, I can win this one. I mean, you know, you, you wonder because it's one in which the states are increasingly defiant toward the federal government. Right. The federal government then can direct resources to go into individual states and do things. Right. But again, that costs money and you have to deal with how unpopular that may be. In general, those kinds of things are very unpopular and expensive. So people don't know how much Sessions is really going to do or how much he's just wolfing. Right. The president and his group try so hard to find areas in which they can do something that can be interpreted as a win that this, to many of us, is just one of those. It's an area where they could do something right. just so it could be interpreted as a win. Right, an effort. So that's one of the things that right. we're looking at uh, around the world. We've been It's an ongoing debate, by the way, actually worldwide, about where you actually go to consume your medical marijuana or your recreational marijuana. I talked to you previously about Amsterdam, where I've been, to the historic Bulldog Cafe. And even Amsterdam, which has a series of outlets all throughout right. selling marijuana, it's still illegal to transport or grow. Okay. So how are you supposed to get them? They have a whole series of coffee shops and you can't call yourself a coffee shop if you don't sell marijuana right but then they still have these other archaic laws about growing or distributing okay where they look 
the other way because obviously the marriage wad is getting in and to the stores every day, right? Right. Where is it coming from if it's illegal to grow or distribute? Just like that, we have our own schizophrenia about where to use. Even in Las Vegas, right now, where they're actually developing outlets, right? Right. They're only doing so because the city has not specifically said they are illegal. True. Las Vegas, Nevada specifically did not legalize marijuana lounges. They sort of tabled it for further evaluation. Because they did not actually come out against it, a number of enterprises launched that day. Right. (laughs) They say, well, they didn't say no, so we're going into business. So they launched that day. Okay. So there still remains an issue about where you legally can go and consume your weed. Now, Typically, if you're a homeowner, that's the spot. But there's a question mark for apartments and those kinds of things, even though here in Los Angeles the laws have been fairly clear and they've been enforced about your rights as a renter and your ability to enjoy or use marijuana. Okay. In other places, it's not quite so quite the same. Okay. So where do you use? So anyway, I'm still in favor of what they actually have in Amsterdam, if they would just legalize it, where they have, you show your ID, you can go into the coffee shop, you can purchase marijuana, consume it there, but there's no smoking of marijuana out on the streets. They do have an issue with smoking in the parks. Right. When they're sitting out in the parks by the, you know, the ponds and having their lovely picnics, they are known to share and engage in smoking marijuana. It doesn't seem to be the big issue that it is here. But again, the whole public use is another whole thing. I would be interested in looking at when they began to take this particular journey and road. How long did it take from the inception of the idea or the suggestion to full implementation so you can have some model of this is how long it took before it became a cultural acceptance of how we're doing a, a social engagement with marijuana. It seems like the politics and the the, uh, the competition for better or big business is absent in the story, and maybe that's not the model they have over there in Amsterdam. Well, part of the issue is you're talking about something that's never been done in history, so you don't have any specific models. Right. You could try to extrapolate from the experience with, for example, alcohol mm-hmm. as a substance, but I think that only gives you so much of a comparison, the effects of a society dealing with it in the legislation, but you still, when it comes to things like marijuana, unheard of, you're in uncharted territory. Right. So all you have is the efforts that went into the previous issues with alcohol. Right. And mostly those are used as examples of failing efforts. Mm-hmm. But no one, it depends on, but first of all, you can't agree what the goals are. Right. If the goals are for less people to use drugs, well, doesn't seem like just making them illegal seems to be the thing that works for that. Right. But, uh, again, to be seen. Yeah. Times are been changing, but some things stay the same. You start each morning with a cup of coffee every day. Maybe hit the snooze, turn on the local news, but nothing good comes from a one Point of view. Come for the 
say we enjoyed that coming up next some sports until then one of my favorite creative commons tracks by laswell this time is drunk in a smoky bar drinking an imperial porter mix we'll be right back when you walked away it was the saddest day that the world has known shattered my heart Dressed appropriately, sports draw, sports bras, and jock straps. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Victor Allen's new sports, his unique fan based perspective on sports. That's right, the man that the ladies have nicknamed Sexual Chocolate. Rub his head and make his wish. Put on your sports bras and jock straps because it's time. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. Put 
Noodles Sports with Vic. Yeah! Yeah, sports! Yeah. Hey, man, I, it was so funny. I'm, I'm at it um, on my phone, and usually on your phones, when you actually have your phone turned a certain way at certain apps, it automatically rotates and it, it configures for you no matter what side you turn it on when you're in portrait to landscape. I go on Twitch. Mine is turned this way. It doesn't adjust and turns it upside down at the app. Jeez. It just stayed upside down. So I'm looking and I'm going, oh man, I look on, on the display from my phone. I look fine. But on the display from looking at from the point of the viewer, that whole segment, I'm upside down. Twitch, I know you guys are bomb. So if your stone is standing on your head, they can watch it and enjoy it. Right. Purposely. So, I want to I want to apologize for you guys if you saw me all up in the grills here. Uh, let me do my sports, man. Let me go ahead and do this because I know everybody wants to sit back and talk local sports since we're based in Los Angeles. But if I start off with March Madness, you're going to have some USC fans not happy. If I start off with Pac-12, you know, totally not stepping up to the level that their their historical representation plays in March Madness. And if I, you know, if I stick with the Lakers, everybody's going to talk about, hey, LeBron James. They don't care about the basketball game. They just care about, is he coming to L.A.? Let me go to Tiger Woods. Second place. If second place gets you success and ratings, is he, has he been forgiven, Mario? You know what I'm talking about, right? Well, he's a favorite. Has he been forgiven? You know yeah, he was never, he was never, I don't know that he was ever. In the public side. To me, he got more past than almost anybody that I've seen in recent times. Right. Right. Yes. For drugs, for the woman, domestic, everything. Right. Infidelity. He it's got a pass on everything. He's got a pass, man. He man. got every, a pass on everything a good man would want to pass in. So, so let, me, let me see the, the teaching model and the lesson is. <laughs> if the public can absorb it and the majority says we'll see it and we and the, the those who said I'm not going to watch him anymore it doesn't matter and then they get the ratings for a guy that comes in in second place one shot got to give him to it man uh, you know Val Spar's championship he was one shot away from at least taking it to overtime so I don't have to tell you guys all that what I'm trying to figure out is this if the ratings for the last 10 years is breaking records plus 600% and all that He's been forgiven, hasn't he? Yeah. Okay. The model that we're teaching the public, those up and coming, young, athletic, wide variety of performers. Are they getting a lesson here that to be the king is good to be the king? It's always good to be the king. Do you endorse that model It's good to be the king? I don't, if you're, I don't, I don't think it needs endorsement one way or the other. It's just one of those things that absolutely is. That's right. It right. It is. Look. You can you can you can choose not to like it. You can choose to like it. Hey. but it kind of is. <laughs> Stay on top, right? Stay That's on top right. with your drop. That's right. I say, look, okay. We treat sports here unlike the only sport that I know is is, is you know slamming worldwide is soccer, and they are their whole culture adopts it like religion. So I, we haven't gotten to that level yet, and I'm not sure if we will, the way soccer has. Okay, so. You looking forward to uh, being the one that's going to place your bet on whether he's going to win another major? 
No, I'm actually looking beyond him to March Madness. But like I said before, when he first started his downhill, I said, typically, when you're aging, you still have moments of greatness. It tends to be like you're going down with little spikes right. of where you show your greatness. Just less often, right? less of a degree, right? but you still, with the stability, the consistent, consistently perform at a high level, Right. That you kind of lose. You see it in all the ball players too. Same thing. Right. You can still have a moment of greatness. You can go out there one night and hit five threes, yeah. but the next game you can't really run with them. So you know, here we go. So Tigers, I'm. You know, the question is when does he retire? But I guess that's all in him. Yeah. Well, look at the numbers. You know, you 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 sort of demonstrated it. Even in the process of struggling with this whole process of aging, right. he continues to be the number one draw. Right. And so therein lies the message, I guess. Well, and one of the things I'm sitting back, and how you doing, Eric? Man, I see you. Thank you for the support here. I got you on Facebook, man. I'm trying to acknowledge without trying to interrupt the flow here because I'm staying here because I want to acknowledge because that's just part of the program. Hey, look, I, all I'm saying is most people didn't realize he had a back problem can anybody take witness to what it's like and how debilitating it is to have a back well he had problem. two surgeries he right. was out so it's been known they might just not be paying attention, attention to it right? right but he's had two surgeries and he had them at the height of his career right Where, right so yes yeah so all i'm saying is is this we needed someone to cheer for we needed somebody to fill the gap that thing where they say once you were on top that's it. I'm not mad at him. I'm not making the moral judgment on him because, first of all, those who are actually doing that get to hide behind thumbnails and probably most of the time double standards. So who am I to turn around and pass judgment on him? Look, I'm going to say this. As far as the guys, a lot of us grow up rolling with friends that do the stuff that Tiger does, and we still sometimes find ourselves hanging with our friends. When we actually want to do a function, this is back in the day, you know, whatever you want to call your day. You needed a party. Who did you go to? Call the bad guys. Well, it wasn't a matter of you know, having a consensus over the morality of the ways that you chase the women. Right. So everybody, the point was that everybody was chasing. Everybody was doing so it. So we could have a debate about the morality. Right. But, you know, everybody was chasing. Everybody was on their mission, and rightfully so. And I'm just going to say, hey, look, everybody wants to see a king win they want to see a champion bounce back and so hey you guys got it i'm not going to get into the master stuff man we'll see I, I do believe he'll win something that's all i can say all right man i want to go to the next one man because um odell okay i'm hoping this is not true but i'm just going to give it to you the way I am. i'm just going to say odell and it's pizza <laughs> I'm just saying this. A video surfaced over the weekend featuring New York Giants wide receiver Odell Beckham Jr. and an aspiring French model, Laura Kuncha or Quencha. I'm not sure how they pronounce it. Some pepperoni pizza and what appears to be a blunt as well as some lines of cocaine. Beckham can be seen holding what appears to be a blunt while, of course, the model Laura is lining up the white powder substance with a credit card. However, she's already dived in to come to his defense and, and told the New York Daily News that Beckham was actually holding a piece, piece of pizza. Pizza, 
of pizza. I'm going to keep saying it. Say that five times. In the video, (laughs) it says that the giant star did not take any drugs. You know what, Mario? For the sake of being objective, I believe her. I believe that if you're sitting in the bed with a model, a blunt pizza, and strings of cocaine, you're not taking any drugs. Well, he may not have snorted the cocaine. We've all been around people who were trying to use cocaine back in the day that we right. didn't do it. Right. I mean, there was a time where they said cocaine wasn't addicting. Right. And people were openly using cocaine at the nightclubs around Los Angeles. Right. Openly. Right. In the nightclubs. Absolutely. Okay, that was just the day. I... Look, so, I, but I, on the other hand... <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Oh, on the other hand, we are not... Wait a minute. We are not... Wait a minute. These, we're not Odell Beckham. Wait a Let me say this. First, what's up, Ray? I see you, man. Okay, let me just say this. Okay, let's just say he didn't. Now, you know, he's up for the biggest contract, you know, for his talents, which are clearly above everybody else. Is he going to get that all-time contract? And if so, the message is that you can actually go take the picture, take the video. If you don't actually see me do it, then it's you. You you can't assume there's no harm, no foul. Well, that's the praise learning from the president. <laughs> Wait a minute, what are you doing? Oh, you know you put You putting it Everybody's on the president? Learning from the president. Wait a minute, the president didn't start this. This no, side president set the attitude that says you could just bullshit everybody and say, "Hey, <laughs> Wait a minute. who do you believe, me or your lying eyes?" <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Your lying eyes. Look, you man. Your lying eyes. All I'm saying is okay. So what you're saying. Let me just try to get this straight. Uh-huh. I'm just saying this. I'm, I'm gonna take a yes. quick. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a quick look, and say, look at the picture. Look at her. The embed of. I Odell. think they were probably sharing poetry. <laughs> I just want you to understand. Okay. Okay, I'm not. Look, I'm give him the benefit of the doubt, Mom. I'm gonna try my best to give him the benefit of the doubt. What I'm saying, as far as the money is concerned, he's going to play football. They got him. <laughs> okay. So what are you saying? I'm just I'm saying they got him. I mean, the money's the thing. We're, we're talking about he's, he may be affected by the money, right? Yeah. So. But you just said the money's, you know, you just said. The well, money. we're talking about now the negotiation. If you're literally saying, hey, I don't want to pay him as much as he's asking for it. Will this help the argument? That's where I'm going at. Oh, okay. And my, mm, I think they don't, I think they don't want to touch this unless they're forced to. Yes. So they'll give him. The, yes. The same drug yep. test, and if he passes, yep. Everybody will say bravo. Just pass the drug test. Maybe the league will even help him. Well, he is going to pass the drug test, right? Well, like I said, because aren't the the drugs really masked? Where they're playing catch up to try to catch them more over? Well, it depends what drug. Yeah. Not cocaine. Cocaine, no. No, cocaine right. is pretty straightforward and specific. How long in they the system? They try to do a new, create new drugs right. that are not part of the testing. That was like ecstasy was an attempt at that. Right. Okay. My guess is, man, since they can't prove it, he's getting that contract. You got to prove it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Now I'm gonna take you over to the next because we got to do the we got to do the local here because the local is is that's that, a big deal. 
<laughs> Dude, I know what it is. That's why I'm waiting to sit back and go. If they don't give him his contract, they're actually going, well, the perception of that, what's happening. Maybe it doesn't prove it, but the image or the optics is not good and it can affect your money. So I'm pretty sure they're going to try to negotiate around it. All right, Lakers delivered. Okay, this guy, Julius Randle, I've always believed he plays bully ball. And he doesn't care who's around him. Got it. That wasn't the story of last night or the other night. I believe it was last night. That wasn't the story. The story was Isaiah Thomas coming back to play Cleveland and LeBron. That got kind of lost. And, and, I'm, and the only reason why I'm saying that is, is that I think it became the third story. I think the first story is the Lakers literally going, let's, let's convince him to come here. That was number one. Number two, Julius Randle went buck wild off. 36 points, eight rebounds. Uh, no, excuse me, 14 rebounds and seven assists. So for him to demonstrate, you're going to negotiate me? Contract up in this year. They get to negotiate him. Free up cap space. We already talked about this. With the display of what they did against Cleveland, akin to look how well we performed against Cleveland, LeBron and his minions, I don't mean no disrespect by that. Most people don't realize he, they don't have the regular team that won the NBA championship. Love is out. Kyrie is out. Tristan Thompson hasn't rebounded yet. So really it's Le- LeBron James and a host of characters. Is this any way symbolic that the win yesterday wasn't that great, Mario? Because it's LeBron and the rest of the team. And part of the team is a couple of the former Lakers. So... Was it like Lakers playing Lakers B team with LeBron? Or was it that significant? Well, significant, it just, to me, is a part of the signifying of the changing of the guard. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's put it like this. Oh, yeah. A reshuffling yeah. of the guard. Absolutely. Other people, other teams stepping forward. San Antonio dropping back. Cleveland dropping back. Celtics moving forward. Yeah. Lakers moving forward. Right. Houston moving forward. We can debate what the Warriors are doing. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's a release, a reshuffling. It is. Of the guard. You know, Vic, all I can say is that I've already been on record for talking about the players I wanted to keep. Right. The debate we had was who you have to trade in order to get whatever this is you wanted. And I was. Wanted to build around the young Clarkson, <clears throat> right? Randall, and so they already traded Clarkson, which I thought was going to end up being a, a consistent, high-level, you know, all-star performer possibly for years. So right. I was already disagreeing with that. Right. I disagree with Lou Williams. They're both kind they of the same players to, too. You know, they that they did stuff. So here we have Randall that I've also said before. That, right. Again. I would keep him and build around those people and not be... And I don't know. You know, like I said, I'm not sure I agree with the philosophy that espouses the Lakers go for this big... Again, I just wouldn't build my team that way, going for the big marquee player, big thing. That's right. I just wouldn't build my team like that. Even in L.A., I would build a strong, hard-working team. I would build like an San Antonio type franchise here in Los Angeles. I wouldn't be building a 
that other type of franchise. So we just get to see. Right. Maybe the Lakers will trade around, trade away every player that I thought was good. Right. But they already, to me, like I said, I've given Magic and them the benefit of the doubt because it's Magic. But they already, I've disagreed with a bunch of the moves. So we'll see. Yeah. Like I said, I disagree with Lonzo Ball. But, right. But we'll see. Right. So right. You know. no, no. I, but look, I did. Believe me, if we were good at this, we'd be in the executive quarters making the decisions for basketball operations. No, I'm. I have no way. I'm. I'm in line with. I would have kept Clarkson and traded Ball. Okay. It, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard because I think what Clark. What I think what they're doing. What they're doing is. Is the same. It reminds me of Isaiah Thomas. It reminds me of Lou Williams. The one example that changed to me everybody currently was Russell Westbrook. They looked at him as a two guard, as long as Durant was there at Oklahoma, that he would just score, and that's as far as you could take him. And then operating on his own without having, you know, a franchise player, he turned out to be an MVP. Triple double season. He became more of assist rebounder. He he took it to the next level. It'll be interesting to see your philosophy, especially with Clarkson, because now that he's on a team that has what they call senior leadership, he should be able to excel and tap into that talent. Or if he stays at the same place, then you look at him as a role player instead of somebody who affects change. Almost like what Boston did with Kyrie Irving. Did Kyrie's insertion take them to this certain level? And we still won't know until until we get down the road when um, you know, when they're fully loaded with their complement, Gordon Hayward and everyone. So so we'll see. So uh, yet to be determined. I will just say I find it interesting that Cleveland, with the host of role players, with Nance, with Hood. Uh, Clarkson, uh, J.R. Smith, and uh, that they're struggling at 500 ball. That's what I'm finding to be interesting. And they have a Hall of Fame player on their team, whereas the Lakers is probably going to your point, Mario, that here it is. We don't have any marquee players, uh, and we're doing it, and our record is showing that we're now going to threaten 500 ball, so they're stepping up. Patience. And some people are saying, wait till next year to go to the market, but we all know this. They do need a marquee player. They will not be able to do it with just role well, players. Again, see, my issue has to do with how you build a team. See, to me, and I, I guess because of that kind of a thing, I would have built still the strongest team I could out of the players I had. And then I would look to see at that point. That's not the philosophy. I could see trade Nance. I would never have traded Clarkson. And I would have built my team. I, I thought the one area that you had was some good guard play. Right. You still do. And so then I would just seek to wait for the, the time when it became more available. Yeah. And maybe it's one of the people that is new and young. Maybe that's a draft choice thing. Right. Maybe you can build a team and then wait for the next uh, MB to come along or someone like that or the next Towns to come along. Right. Then do it that way. I would, I would certainly do it that way. Again, I would build the way San Antonio builds. Well, they got, but they did it with three Hall of Fame players starting and yeah, even before that. Yeah, but how then. they got there? How yeah, they got there? But they, they anchored. They're not known for making crazy trades. No, no, no. I agree. Half their but team once they started, once they had Robinson, Robinson handed off to Duncan. 
Duncan yeah. handed off to Ginobili. They had an anchor of a Hall of Fame player which already they, in there. Which they acquired right. in the means of which I'm saying. They right. did no crazy trades. No, 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 no. And no. even the marquee players they have now, right. they didn't do those kind of destructive team trades right. to get there. Right. And that's the part I don't understand. Right. You When you just destroy your team right. for another direction, right. when you already were good. Right. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, That's no, I, 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 I agree. Look, I, I agree with being patient and diligent. Well, the, let's yeah. see what the Lakers do again. I, I, I'm saying obviously Magic and them must know something that I don't. But I oh, have same not, here. I have not agreed with the decision, so yeah. let's see. Okay. All right, we're going to take you over to uh, the next topic, which a lot of people are mad because of how the story is being framed, and I call it Legion of Boom minus one. <laughs> okay. Signs with San Francisco 49ers. Richard Sherman has agreed to a three-year contract deal laden with uh, uh, incentives for up to $39 million. And he's already having to respond to the public who are already saying that the jerseys are now being torn apart and burned because they don't realize Seattle let him go. He didn't negotiate and say, I'm not. They just let him go. And with that being said, they're doing what they call dumping the money. And, and, and here, here's the other thing. Yeah, and I always go, when they show those things, they, please don't have make the mistake of assuming that that's most fans. Right. When, they, when you see part. those people, Small part. see the loudest voices get depressed, but that doesn't right. mean that's the way the majority, but, but that could be a very distinct minority of the fans. How they're going to accept the responsibility of this is the part where they're going to say, do we still have the Legion of Boom? It's still three cats that's still playing. But since Bennett is already gone, which he wasn't part of the official Legion of Boom, but Bennett's gone, Sherman's gone, they're already talking about one or two more players. I'm going, oh, so are they breaking up the Legion of Boom? Unlike a defensive team we've seen, like the Baltimore Ravens back in the day, Pittsburgh Steelers, we really enjoyed They this. had three we, fairly major injuries across that secondary. Yes, they did. That's why, And I think it was more, but those are the three, because Cam Chancellor yep. has had a rough, rough two time. years. Earl Thomas had his. Earl, so, so that's the part where I wasn't sure, Big C. To me, I was wondering, and even before this, before his injury, Sherman was looking like he had lost a step or two. Right. Because people were challenging him. So I don't know, as much as I'm a fan of his, you know, we all get older, and I don't know if this wasn't us. I thought it was a sign of the times that the whole secondary had peaked. All at the That's same the time. Way, you know, let me say well, something. Man, they all got hurt at the, the same, same time. time. Right. They all, all got, got hurt, hurt around, you know, I was just going wild. They're all and, getting hurt. And I'll, I'll take this up to leadership. If you depend, which I remember the Baltimore Ravens going through this. He says, look, we're the anchor. We're the defense that's trying to hold on until you guys invest in this offense. So now we don't have to have be torn down. You keep us on the field forever. We're going to break down. And that's what they did. If everybody noticed, the offense was tanked. Russell himself, Wilson, basically is looking at himself going, I'm going to have a short NFL career as quarterback if they don't do anything. They didn't do much. And I always said, you see the peeling apart coming. When, they, when Marshawn Lynch said, I got to go, <laughs> I said, okay, they see something. It didn't pan out. This is where your organization, like the Pittsburgh Steelers, know how to retool. Yeah. New England knows how to retool. 
The, well, I don't. Okay, uh, well, 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 they sustained. Okay, wait, they wait, they wait, got two I, Super Bowls now. We can have a different discussion about Pittsburgh. Well, but they they've are, done a reasonable and job. Stay up. Always they did the first. a reasonable job. Yeah. I don't know if they did a textbook job. No, no, no. I'm not using his textbook. Well, I, I said, would be pointing to them as the example. No, what I'm saying is the Seahawks just went from like, oh, here we are. We're basically going to always have 10 or 11 wins and be in the mix. And then they just took a nose dive. So I'm not saying that they're not going to bounce back. This is where the leadership comes in and you say, okay, you guys suffered through offense last year. You're, you're unloading some money on your defense. Is this the retooling? Or you're just you're seeing and, some talent out there that you can plug in and the, people don't do see it They do have a separate GM, but Pete Carroll has a lot of leeway, yeah. doesn't he? I, yeah. I mean, I'm like this. Man, we talked about this. The different organizations. Yeah. The GM versus the head coach has different responsibilities. Right. But like New England, too. Right. Uh, Pete Carroll has a lot to say mm-hmm. about the personnel. He, he does. And then they so, got, they, and they're going to go by the analytics. They're going to go by the life cycle, yeah, the lifespan. I, I'm just saying as a fan of Richard Sherman and a fan of the Seahawks secondary, right. I actually was a little bit uh, disheartened. I was. Because they was were hurt. Too. And he's a leader. I like all the players. I like all of them. I like Richard. I like Cam Chancellor. I like Earl. I like all of them. And so the fact, it was just making me feel like the inevitable happens. Like you get older, injuries yep. start to happen. Right. Other things, and that's part of the process. Well, even Ray Lewis, when he won his last yeah. championship, he wasn't at his best in those no. years, but they surrounded him with other players that said, look, his leadership, and listening to a former executive who actually said, "We these are the decisions we're looking at. And he commented, he says, look, the, the intangibles that Richard brings is he is strongly intelligent. Highly educated, thought-provoking, a leader. And when you unload a leader, you actually are saying, yeah, saying. we have a better leader somewhere in the mix. Or they go, well, his leadership is not worth the value of the money that we have to pay him. And to me, that's where the decision came in. So I'm not sure, man. I'm just, I'm just saying, look, I'm shocked that it was him. I was going, Richard? I said, okay. Well, I I was was not shocked by any of this. I was shocked. I wouldn't be shocked if you have more. Oh, yeah. I'm actually not shocked. Yeah, they're looking. I actually expect expect a few more. And they also, remember, uh, they need to deal with some issues with the offensive line. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but they got to invest. They didn't put no money into it. They just literally said we don't. Whereas one of the weaker teams in the leagues, I keep reading, Cleveland right. has one of the better offensive lines. lines, right? And so maybe we can see that this year <laughs> no, no. with the new people. You put Cleveland on the map right now. I'll let you live that one out because I can't. They so, you know I only mentioned it because they're talking so much about Cleveland in the press about how they think that they did a good restructuring, revamping in the draft and through trades. Yeah, but that's what they're saying. They're saying that Cleveland did and that they should look. So we'll see. But that is one of the big talks that's going around. Did you believe that they would win one game last year? Because the coach said, we are going to win a game. And then the wake-up came. Well, <laughs> one game, only man. Only twice in history. <laughs> only twice in history have they lost every game. Okay, this is not a display. This is a quick opinion before we move on to a March Madness. And Dominican Sue let go. Money deal? Hey. 
he's not what he used to be. I didn't get to read any of the details. So I, you guys have more up on me than I know. I, I wonder, I wonder if the image of Indomitian was more prevalent than the force that he brought because he was kind of known for, you know, flirting with the lines of that's a, you know, you, penalty, penalty, penalty. You can't do that. You can't do that. And now he's on, he's on Miami, which has not been a contender. When I say that playoff contender and they let him go, you think it's money or is it, yeah, you know what? We can get somebody who could probably. Well, it's always it always is money, at least partially. But there's some performance issues, right? You know, I, even though I would say he just had that's really just one year that he did. He's in there for two two or three years. No, I mean that he's had that were for a little more trouble. Oh yeah, he would always. I mean, when he was in Detroit, he had some things going on. Of course, well, I mean in terms of performance, performance, but, yeah, he did good. Initially with Miami, I don't know what last year was like. I don't know either. So maybe, maybe, like I said, they see something. Shocked that I heard about that this morning. So I didn't get to hear no see any details. So that's why I couldn't bring you anything. All right, yeah, going to take you out of bounds with this and see if Mario's planning to watch any of the games since. One, oh, I always watch Mark Madden. <laughs> you always watch it, right? I always watch. Mark okay, Madden. all right. So one of the stories of the Pac-12 is. The team that went, you know, they have the championships, the league championships. USC battle for the championship, I believe, against Arizona. Typically, the teams that are fighting for the championship in the division, the first and second, usually get in. USC, it's not going to the dance. They've already said snubs that shouldn't have been snubbed. It's an opinion. Not a, not a big deal. Also, Pac-12, unlike any other year, is totally underrepresented in a performance level because we only got about three teams that's going. I think both Arizona's maybe and uh, UCLA. If you're not watching the Pac-12, is there a team you're looking at for Cinderella, or are you just watching the games because you know the excitement is going to be coming down to the last? Well, minute? I'm just watching the games. Part I like about March Madness that I specifically look for every year right. is the fact that I get to see teams that I've never seen throughout the season. And right. some of them I've never seen in life Right, really perform well. It's wonderful basketball. So I like the excitement of the different teams. I like seeing the underdogs. There's always some underdog right. that does something. Just like there's always some super dog that falls. Right, right. So there's always that. So in terms of competition, Vic, this really beats a lot of even the pro stuff, right? I mean, in terms of excitement, it kind of beats the Super Bowl for me. Okay. Because I see a bunch of games. All right. Usually every year I see a bunch of games that are amazing, and I try hard to remember some of the players. Right. But when they go to pros, I did that with Towns. Right. I did that with uh, um, a man on uh, the the Pelicans. Anthony. Uh, Anthony Davis. Anthony. Yeah, because you get to see some of these cats, and then you know you're going to see them in the pros. You know. Right. And then you can't wait. Right. Even D'Angelo now at the uh, on the Nets, right, the Russell. You know, I remember seeing him. Right. So, you know, there's a bunch of them. Oh, well, even uh, Julius Randle. 
True. I got to see him, you know, uh, play in the NCAA. So, no, Vic, I'm I'm excited, dude. You're excited for it? So, I actually... It's one of it's become one of my bet, better sporting events. Okay, I really really like the idea, and I guess I maybe I should be asking myself, what is it I like about what they do that seems to make it right? Because something seems, but I don't know how they select their teams, Vic. Not at all. I don't know if they're a vote right. or a computer. I don't know how they're selecting the team. They have a formula, and when they start explaining it, let me let me tell you what happens with with it. It. The argument becomes, you know, you're going to stop it's imperfect and you're going to leave teams out. So you heard it all this morning. So, you know, look, the, the teams are in the teams that are in. But they said the hardest part is trying to explain the formula when all of a sudden you have a team like St. Mary's. They are, you know, they win 28 games, lose four. When they say we competition, we competition. <laughs> OK, you're not in the dance. They'll take Gonzaga. See, this is the the I call Gonzaga's the always there. Yeah, but see, they've won like twenty eight games. Any team that right now that's about twenty eight games in any mix as it relates to number one or two seeds, they're they're basically a one or two seed. Well, what's held against them is strength of schedule. But they proved the point that they said well, strength of schedule. The same that's thing right. happened with Gonzaga, well, last year, but they weren't a four seed. Same strength of schedule. They didn't already play. So they were comparing, well, you know, they played the same type of teams. How come they were a one or a two last year? Excuse me, a two probably. And they're a four this year. So they've compared that the formula seems to switch around. Now, I'm not trying to jump on. There's an extreme West Coast bias. But the reason why I believe it is is because they use some of the eye tests. And since it's already been admitted that almost all the coaches that's in this formula and everybody else watching, do not watch the games because they come on late out here. So you're literally going into the next day, basically going, I just watched, and they've admitted this, an ESPN clip or something similar, and then go judge by that. So they're not watching the games. Well, one thing good about that, it represents a clear problem, so it's an easy fix, right? Yeah. They could easily fix that yeah. by changing the way it's done. Oh, yeah. If they want to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, look, I'm not mad. So, hey, they look. They could change that. Hey, look, I want to talk about more. It's a lot more. I'm going to follow the Odell Beckham story. I really want to find out about more. That video, I'm out, man, my new new sportsman. We go to the next one, the last one. Enjoy your Monday, man. It's all good in the hood. And you're coming. Victor Allen's new new sports. Written and directed by Victor Allen. Recurring segment of the Morning Coffee with Mario show. Come and join us. Be there. Be part of it. Be part of the experience. In the sports. Hot and happening. Yes, everybody. All right. Getting everything together here. We've been enjoying the show so far. Morning coffee. Getting ready for that hot picks. Let me change my
Okay, it's that time again. We're going to sit back and end you off with our broadcast day here, Monday morning, going into that lunch hour. We're going to do a special on on track and field. The reason why we just recently had uh, the World Indoor Track and Field Games, track and field, and then also the NCAA Indoor World, or excuse me, and NCAA Indoor Championships recently won. Especially uh, on the women's side, I believe it was Georgia. I believe I'll double check. But what spotted me on this Mario was the part that reminded me of what we used to be watching most of the time. We got so used to the USA men's spinners in the hundred meters and the hurdles, and the relay teams dominating, and they and they just dominated. And then the Jamaicans came. And then they dominated for the last decade plus or so. Somehow or another, that this new category, uh, what I call the swift and the beautiful, and that's what I'm calling it. And I'm trying to figure out out of all the glamour events in track and field, you have the 100 meters, 200 meters, you have the long jump, triple jump, high jump, 3,000 meters, 1,500 meters, 400 meters, 400 intermediate hurdles, and you have the 100 meter hurdles. Why are the USA women like magnets to this particular race? Now, I don't know what the answer is because I have an idea and I can guess. And before I did that, I said, well, let me just go and profile some of these ladies because they are all winners. They are all in a sport that I know that I remember when when I was running track and field. Coach said, I want you to run the the hurdles. I said, hell no, because all I needed to see was an example of a few people hitting the hurdles and falling. Now, it has evolved since then because the hurdles collapsed. So much more. Yeah, you can leave leave your scrotum on the hurdles. (laughs) But, dude, all I had to do was see. Hey, man. Singing like Michael Jackson. Dude, I look, I'm not fit, man. When you see those tumbles and when you see what's happening, it's technique and it's everything else. So I said, let me go over here and check out the, the ladies. And, and, and wait a minute, let me just say this. This particular event is more popular than 100 meters, meaning that why do we do so well in it? So I'm going to start off by giving you the ladies and profiling them. And then you and I will probably try to determine why we think this specific event is the one that the USA women love to go after. It's crowded with talent and then some. Give Mario time because I think he's texting somebody, man. Is it somebody that you like? Man. <laughs> somebody you like, trying man. To get, it's like if we're trying to get our 3D shit. <laughs> All right. You want me to give you more time? You no, got to work? Go on and go. It's, uh, All right, I'm about to go. Let me go over here and do this. I'm going to go straight to the uh, first okay. young lady here. And, uh, and all we got to recognize... The person, um, after I recognized the la- the latest sweep at the Olympics, which was in Rio, where this is where it started for me. When I said, look, we took one, two, three in the 100-meter hurdles in Rio. Got it. No big deal. Well, there's somebody absent out of that picture. Let's go up to the next one, the one who holds the world record, and that's Kendra Harrison. So she has the world record. Now, funny as it may seem, Kendra doesn't have any gold because she always has faltered when it came to the big championship races or the Olympics or the outdoor championships, but she broke the world record. 
Okay, got much respect to you. Got to give it to her. If she's the best in the world by the record, the ones who are dominating or who are participating in this, we're going to find out who they are. And Mark, the killer, I'm not trying to make this a, a beauty contest. I'm just saying, why is it that the ladies are tend to be attractive in their own way, loving this sport and, and having their own profile? So I'm going to go to the first one right up here because I call her the one that sustained the longest. And, you know, when they show that USA and you go Don Harper Nelson, gold medalist, in the 100-meter hurdles, Beijing 2008, and still competing today, <laughs> okay, still competing today. Former UCLA Bruin, okay, American track and field athlete who specializes in 100-meter hurdles. She was a gold medalist in the 2008 Beijing Olympic Games and a silver medalist in the 2012 Olympic Games and the 2000 and 2017 World Championships. Dawn is the first American 100-meter hurdler to ever win gold at in Olympics and a medal in the following Olympics. Accomplishment. Got it. All right. I'm cool with that. Let's go to the next one. Because I'm just going to roll through. We're trying to figure out why they congregate to this sport. Let's take you to the next one. The next one is, oh, Brianna Hollins. Brianna. Okay. Gold medalist, 100 meter hurdles, 2016 Rio Olympics. Former Clemson Tiger. American track and field athlete who specializes in 100-meter hurdles. Her time with 12.26 is tied as the fourth fastest in history. She is the 2013 world champion and the 2016 Olympic champion in the 100-meter hurdles. I'm just letting you have the portfolio. Let's go to the next. You just what I keep saying. Now, I, I call this the profile. I would love to, to say this is who I am. Queen. Just Queen Harrison, gold medalist, 400 meter hurdles, 2015 Pan American Championships, Toronto, Canada. Former Virginia Tech Hokie, competed in the 400 meter hurdles at the 2008 Summer Olympics. Queen is a meet director for Virginia's best track and field classic, a 2017 version of VHSL meet, hosted in Richmond, Virginia, started in 2017. So she's about empowerment while she's also a champion. Let's go over to Christy. Christy, she was one of the trio that won in the sweep at Rio. Castlin, bronze medalist, 100 meter hurdles, 2016 Rio Olympics. American track and field specialist, and I believe a former Virginia Tech Hokie. So we got two by techs in here. Her personal best for the event is 12.50. In 2016, during the finals of the 2016 United States Olympic Trials, in which she qualified for the 2016 Summer Olympics by placing second. Beautiful. If you, it, my whole point is, is that it's almost like this, this inspiration of looking like, oh yeah, I'm more than just beauty. I'm swift. Let's go to the next one. Okay, Sharika. Sharika, okay, if you told somebody I run 100 meter hurdles, I think the guy started laughing because they're going to go, no, you, you don't run that. Yes, she does. Former Arkansas State University, uh, Red Wolves, she was NCAA indoor and outdoor sprint hurdles champion, graduating from ASU that summer, which was 2014. She turned professional and topped the indoor world in 2015. 
Mario, if you had a conversation with her and she walked up with that purse and that look and said, you know, I'm a world champion track and field, would you take her serious? I would take her seriously, and I know at least you'll be inexpensive to feed you. You, why do you demean? You date girls like this? I've dated. They don't eat shit. Okay, they don't All drink. Right. I'm leaving that alone. So when you go out with them, they don't drink, <laughs> and they gonna have like a salad. <laughs> Okay. okay. And a fruit cup. Okay, so what you're saying... I'm saying they're cheap dates. Wonder if they want money in other places. Or, or spending in other places. They tend to be wanting to get to bed on time. All right, let me go on I to the next. I use no drugs. Okay, let me just say I'm this. I'm just saying, if I've dated athletes. So, they made me feel bad. So it's a positive. Yeah, it's a positive. They're healthy. Okay. I want to give it to Sharika because... Yeah, go on, Sharika. You, you know, that person's nice. Yeah, <laughs> person. Purse is nice. Yeah. That's all I can tell you. Yeah. All right. And let me go over to the next because this is the up and comer. We've looked at the professionals. There's somebody in our backyard. Newcomer stepping up. Anna Cockrell. Watched her over this weekend. Came in second. It was a photo finish. 60 meter hurdles. Barely lost to Chadwick. I was watching that race. USC Trojan. Okay, from San Ramon, California. She is a communication and major, communication major and a political science minor at USC. Made the dean's list in the fall of 2016 and the spring of 2017, named to the 2017 All Academic Team. She was a champion in the 2015 Pan American Junior 400 meter intermediate hurdles. 2016 Penn Relays 400 meter intermediate hurdles, 2016 World Under 20 400 meter intermediate hurdles, and 2016 World Under 20 four time 400 relay. Is she bad or is she bad? She bad. <laughs> she bad. That's your school now. So you got to get behind her, right? Oh, yeah. And still in her last year. Even though I tend to think of yeah. what do you Howard think? University as my school. Oh, you know, I would, they run track and field. <laughs> Not like USC, which is also, I'm also a graduate of USC. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Hey, this is Trojan coming up. She is the newbie. So here's my thing, Mario. We went down the list. This is this is my theory, and I don't really have anything to support it. Remember Gail Devers? Yes. Fingernails, the whole yes. look. Remember Flojo? Yes. Go down this list. And tell me, do you think that these ladies were inspired by them going, I can be more than just the muscularity, the fitness. I am a woman. That's what they're saying. I can well, be Don beautiful. Well, certainly seems to be showing that right here, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. The combination saying. of the hair and nails. You got to look at what they're bringing. Right. Brianna Rollins with the wonderful camel toe. Take a look at her. Mario, yeah, gorgeous. you didn't say that. Yeah, I can't see her nails, but I like yeah, the but, hair. But, oh, God. And, the, and they also seem to have makeup on. Then take a look at this one again. The hair, big hair. Look how long her hair is. You know what? That's her the, hair is long as my hair. No, let me just hold that shot. Do you know that that's the closest shot to Flojo? Looking like Flojo? Look at that hair. Flojo never had hair that long. Yes, yeah, she did. Go look at her video. Give yes. it to Queen. <laughs> and then, of course, again, made up. Long hair. Long hair, made up, looking good. And that's uh, Christy Kate Castle. Mm-hmm. Sharika, of course. They all got the big hair, wonderful weeds. You know what? Why you got to call it big hair? Why can't you well, call it I style? Call it. Stylish hair. Stylish. I don't know. I, to me, it's the big. Okay. Big and weed. Wait, look. So, you know, because you know they sweat. They don't have time to maintain. 
You're out there rather than sweating. So that, you know, black women that works in your hair. My goal is to recognize your achievements, you all. Please, and I'm not. And of course, I, I recognize your achievements because this is what your hair really looked like. Oh, <laughs> you see her hair? Look, you haven't seen the photos of her. They're still gorgeous women. Great, unbelievable. They're all gorgeous. They're all, unbelievable. They, we give it up, they fine. Okay, so let me just say this. In your opinion, because, Mario, you're just, you know, you're a person going, look, I'm just watching. And you see an event where it's the only event where you see the styling of the nails, they do with their hair and everything. I see that more. Now, there's other races I've seen, but in this particular event, what do you think the attraction is where it's like a whole bunch of American women who are performing coming to this race, this particular race, over the 100 meters without the hurdles? Oh, I don't even know. You know, sometimes it's even faddish in terms of what people run, right? Right. And almost becomes like, you could have a particular performer right. that inspires a rash of people. Tiger Woods. Because young people start doing it. See, right. what happens is young people see it and want to be like that. Right. And then they start working out. So I really wonder... Why? Because I can't name the hurdlers, really. Right. I can name the, the speedsters. Right. But I can't name the hurdlers, but you got to give it up. I can tell you one thing. What? Even the ones you show, like right here mm-hmm. with Anna. Unbelievable. You wonder. I know she's going to look gorgeous in that tight-fitting dress. She, I know. She, she's protected. You know what I'm saying? She's protected. She, yeah. she has our photos out there, but they're not for the big display because she's keeping that he's type of impact. Yeah. little cutie pie here. With yeah. The, no, don't say it. A don't, cup. Don't, 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 don't. Keep yeah, it because yeah, like we don't the, want them to execute. I'm part of the itty bitty titty committee. And so the track stars, you know, these are some flat chested babes. And so I like it. I not like all it. of them. Not all of them. But not you know, all like, because look, because hey, here, she's not. Oh, no, not Don. But, but I love Brianna with her little body and her cute little something, something. Little you body. like her stats too, right? I like all of them. <laughs> I was young, young about the Okay, girl. so because look. This is Victor one, the stallion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. I like the Long performance, hair. man. And the hair, no, the length doesn't matter, man. It's yeah, how you she's perform. She's cutie pie here, red bone. And then Sharika doing it up. It's Sharika. All of them got those expensive weaves. <laughs> and you know what? You know what? You just take it to a level. What? You focus it. on the work. You I'm focus on it. That's like somebody sitting up here. What if they said, you know what, Mario? That may look like your hair, but it's not. And it's expensive. It <laughs> they will go. You can come check it. It's too nappy. It's not well, they my said, hair. You know what they said? They said, it's my hair. I bought it. Yeah, I don't have, and I don't have any problem with them happening. In other words, it wasn't that, I wasn't saying don't have the weed. Right. No, I'm not. I was saying I would love to see someone like this. And dressed up in that nice black dress. They, they are. Every woman has the little black dress, right? Right. So, yeah. Can't wait to see it on. Them. Yeah. No, all of them. The one thing I know that they're doing a great job is protecting themselves from what they call the exposure over social media. Be careful. They're young women coming up in the game, mostly collegians trying to step in the program, and the program and the program they're delivering. This is my sh- shout out to you guys. Love what you're doing. I still think the Flojo and Gail Devers did it. No one's done it like Flojo. She had the one leg, she had the hairs, she had the nails, she had all of it. And world class. Wanna say props? I'm out, man. Take it to the next level. That's it. What can I say? 
It's going to be a busy week for us. So far, we've got the usual week in store for you. So we want you to be here and be part of everything as we head throughout the week. Tomorrow night, the quiet storm. And then Friday night, the full Friday night agenda. Right. We'll let you know. Right. Ladies and gentlemen. Like we always say, ain't nobody got our DNA. I want to thank the people at Twitch, all the Facebook friends, all the people at Gear 360 as we work our way to the 360. Come and be with us. First off, I'm not your regular dude. I bust moves like a young MC. Yeah, soda, that would be me. Got me thinking about putting down the mic one day. Then I get some more love. Thanks for the love you gotta play. Hey, what can I say? I'm a Leo to the finish, man. I love God, so my faith won't diminish me. Once I step up to the mic, I speak truth. Hip hop wasn't designed to exploit the black youth, but somewhere along the lines, we dropped the ball game. I mean, that man in the mirror, yeah, that ball dude. But now I'm back to write the wrongs in my past world. So let me walk this off my list like my name's Earl. Articulate my thoughts clearly like Professor Les. Do you remember Rap City with Dijon and Les? I'm looking at the front door, bless the main source. You fool, yeah, wait till I hit you with the main course. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did, you know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid. You doing what I did, you know I still got it. Why you brag about it? I be on solo, making my money's grow residual. I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. Space boy funk, I'm on point. You bless this microphone every time I annoy the pen and the pad. I face the bad head on escape inside the music. See my diaries, a song and song. Till I write my next verse, then I go again into the studio. I feel I gotta flow again. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. This ain't just music to me, it's like my recipe. To be honest, it's more creative tranquility. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be in the solo, making my money's grow residual, I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be in the solo, making my money's grow residual, I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. They say they get me, I don't think they ever got me. My name's Kowalski, but they call me Kawasaki. Kawasaki. I'm a line of funds, but in real life, I'm more like Chachi. Arcola, I told you, I'm funky like granola. Bars, can't you see that I'm a star? Who pumps his own gas in the cold really fast? As I pass on your gold digging stash, I'd rather make my own money, not advance me loan money. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual, I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA. I was spitting when you was a kid, you doing what I did, you know I still got it, why you brag about it? I be on the solo, making my money's grow residual, I'm individual, nobody's got my DNA.